Hey everyone, welcome to For the Love of Chad with Allison and Sarah. Hello everybody. We have had an eventful week. We had the launch of the podcast on Wednesday and it's been pretty wild since then. Yeah, we did not expect this whatsoever. We're very grateful. Don't get us wrong, but we really thought all of three people were going to listen to what we had to say. (laughs) And that has been um, not the case. It's been a lot more of you. And so we're very happy about that. And also on our last episode, I mentioned how I would try something new and solicit myself on TikTok for a dating application. I had zero followers. I thought nothing of it. I thought maybe it would be a joke and I could tell people on the next podcast how it went. Maybe there'd be 10 suitors who were interested and over 150,000 people have seen it now. Absolutely wild. We have over 2,000 comments, hundreds and thousands of, okay, not hundreds of thousands, but thousands of DMs. We've got like what? over 22,000 likes at this point. I And I did not realize this was going to happen. There's been very nice comments. Let me say that. But then there's been a few comments from the Gen Z people <laughs> being like, you're 30 on TikTok. Why are you still on TikTok? I'm like, still on TikTok. I've been on TikTok for a day. Literally 30 seconds. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like a 19, 19 year old? And you're upset because a 30-year-old's doing it better than you? Is that what this is about, bro? It must be. I mean, obviously, we are in the decade of all this new technology. And later, we're going to talk about all of these BuzzFeed articles that really threw us for a loop about kids of the 90s and things like that. So they probably just don't even think that we know how to use such a thing as TikTok. Well, honestly, I didn't. I... It took me so long to figure out how to comment back to people. And I still don't understand like most of TikTok. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to write this out, but I don't think the TikTok life is for me. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely not for me. I feel like Vine was a thing back in the day. And I feel like TikTok is just like a glorified Vine. Yeah. We had Vine. We did Vine. We rode out the wave in Vine and it died. I didn't even ride the wave on Vine. I just stood by the shore and watched the waves like (laughs) trickle up on my toes. I was not involved. I was just a observant on the occasion. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch the occasional videos that are sent to me from everyone else, but I'm not an avid subscriber, if we're being honest. Well, I think when you mentioned the BuzzFeed articles, I think that a lot of the articles were stemmed from the TikToks that Gen Z is making about millennials. Yeah, I mean, that definitely makes sense. If we're being completely honest with all of you, we had full intentions of doing a Valentine's Day themed episode today. However, all of these articles and all of these Gen Z TikToks that we've seen have really shook us to our core. And we felt very passionately that we had to address this as soon as possible. And that is why we are doing that tonight instead of talking to you about Valentine's Day. Yes. And also probably addressing our TikTok video in general. (laughs) You know, we try to do as the Gen Z do, but a lot of the videos that we're seeing, they're like making fun of millennials and what we deem as cool that they think is actually horrifying. Mm-hmm. Like the laughing crying emoji, that's not popular. Yeah, that's shocking to me. I mean, granted, you can hear how often I laugh in this podcast. 
I use the cry laughing emoji like in maybe every single text message I send. Yeah, I that's probably my favorite in one. It. Oh, it's absolutely my most used. And it is fitting because normally I am actually laughing and no other emoji accurately depicts that. So that's the one that I use and I'll be using it for all of time. Oh, I don't really same. care if they're just Ebenezer Scrooge over there and they're not laughing at anyone and that's not why they're using it. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. They're just over there using that skull because oh, the they're dead? laughing so hard they're dead that is dumb that is not cool at all i just say i write out like an adult i'm dead <laughs> that's what that's i probably do not cool either to be honest <laughs> i know but then there's like the crying laughing face that's sideways then there's the one that's just crying it's too confusing the cry laughing one the one that everyone uses is still cheerful everyone knows what's happening it's very clear I like it I'm sticking with it I don't really care what they think on this matter but you know what to be fair to the Gen Z this is a common thing we all go through the rite of passage when the older generation realizes that they're not as cool as they think they are or the younger people believe that and they like to voice their opinion there was a tiktok with zach and cody's mom from sweet life of zach and cody on disney channel back in the day and she is like millennials i know this is hard for you to realize that there is a younger group of people behind you and they are adults forming their own opinion and they have harsh critiques of the middle part and the skinny jeans i am sure we had plenty of critiques for the people that came before us i'm sure they did but i just do not feel old enough to be criticized in this way yet. that's the problem we still think that we are 20 years old you know if we're still going to the same clubs and the same bars i don't think you could be cr- criticizing my jeans that's how i feel about that and when you've got all of the uh, cougar bait coming for you still I mean, it's hard for you to think that their peers think you're super old. But then it's like, I go back to with the skinny jeans. That one really hit me hard because you know what? I love my skinny jeans. I'll be wearing the skinny jeans until I wear them out. They're so so comfortable. They're so comfortable. One would think that they wouldn't be because it's like, oh, who wants to wear tight clothing? But no, comfort. They are. And the high-waisted, like, do you remember in like sixth, seventh grade when low rise was a thing. That oh might never come back. I ain't wearing that ever again. You I'm drop your my... pencil, you bend down and your whole ass is out. Yeah. So I will be wearing the skinny jeans for all of time, like I said. And we all know that really the fashion industry is what drives these new trends. So let's not give the Gen Zs all this credit that they're coming up with these new jeans that are on trend, bringing back the mom jeans, bringing back the flare jeans. It's the fashion industry that's putting those back out there on younger models and being like, this is what you need to wear. So then they've adopted it. And now they're telling us that we can't wear our old jeans anymore. Well, I'm not going out to buy hundreds of dollars worth of new jeans because a little tiny tot is telling me I can't wear these anymore. Yeah. I, I'm just, I feel this way about the haircut as well. The side part. Mm-hmm. I will wear my hair in a side part for all of time. You know, not to have misplaced confidence, one of Allison's favorite terms. I have great hair. I get great. I get that compliment from women. I get that compliment from men. I know how to style my hair. It is to the side. I'm not changing my hair. I look ridiculous with the middle part and I would have to have my hair totally recut to even start the middle part because you have to even out the front where your side swept like old bangos. No, I'm not paying to go get my hair 
recut and restyled just because Gen Z says it's not cool. I still have great hair and I'm carrying on the way I am. And I don't care. Good for you, Sarah. Good <laughs> for you. So Sarah basically doesn't want to go with any of the new trends because she doesn't want to spend the money on new <laughs> jeans and she doesn't want to spend the money on a new haircut. That's essentially it. She doesn't have the money or the time. I guess. We're also in quarantine, so who's seeing your hair? And I don't think I've put jeans on, to be honest, in months. I think I wear leggings and loungewear exclusively. So if they would like to comment on that. I guess they were really big on the tie-dye loungewear. And that I did subscribe to. Yeah, sorry. We invaded that from you guys. (laughs) So it's not all bad. There's just certain things I'm not willing to part with. No, and these are things what they're finding trendy now. We found trendy when we were 10 years old. So... Who's the trendsetter, huh? But then some of them are really ridiculous. Like one of them was being obsessed with wine. That's not a millennial thing. That's just like a over 21 thing. All people like wine. There would not, an entire region of California would not exist if people did not like wine. There would be no Napa. There would be no Sonoma. Everybody likes wine. Everyone wants a little heart health. So I'm sorry that you're not 21 and, you know, you're not binging your Boone's Farm strawberry wine anymore, but... It's great in here to stay. (laughs) Yes. Well, there's also other things that this article was mentioning how Gen Z doesn't know about VHS tapes. And then I was thinking like, does Gen Z even know about DVDs? I feel like DVDs are now phased out. Barely anybody has a DVD player now. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. But the VHS tapes... I was really reflecting on them as, again, I felt very hit hard by these comments. Not only did we have VHS tapes, but you had to watch Titanic on two separate VHS tapes. It was so long that it did not fit on a single tape. And that's why I never actually watched it. You never watched it? No. Are you kidding? A, it's long. B, it's sad. (laughs) No. (laughs) Once it started going on TV for free, I would see it like on occasion. It was always a part where the ship was going down. So outside of that, no, I didn't. I haven't really seen uh, it's it in its phenomenal. entirety. That's really sad. I think I really think you should get on that. No, I, I think I'll live my life okay without that. <laughs> <laughs> but with the VHS tapes and the DVD players, it's like the Gen Z will also never know the thrill. Of going to a blockbuster. Oh Was my gosh. there a better Friday night activity than rolling up to Blockbuster to pick out a VHS movie and candy to watch Friday night or for the weekend? No. There and was then your not. mom your mom would take you with your girlfriends for your sleepover and you could pick up some candy and you would search for your tape and you would peruse and you'd just read the backs of all of the videos to see which one sounded appealing. And hope that it was in stock. Yes, that was the worst. The fact that there was limited copies. And there was a strong possibility that they would be out of what you wanted. That will never happen to them again. And Now could... for sleepovers, do you sit on Netflix and like just choose a movie off your screen? You will never know the pain of not being able to watch the movie that you want to watch. It really helped us grow into the people we, were, we are today. <laughs> but you know what? My dream job 
was to work at Blockbuster. I thought it was to be a car mechanic. Okay, it was to be a mechanic. (laughs) I have so many pictures that I drew of me wanting to be a mechanic from age six to like age 10. But after that, like my teenage job, my part-time job, I wanted to work at Blockbuster. I thought it would be easy peasy. I thought that all I had to do was sit in the back room and just hit rewind. I went in there. The fact that we had to manually rewind the tapes as well. Yes. What a concept. I forgot that's something that is is different (laughs) now. (laughs) But I thought that was like your dream job. All you have to do is hit rewind. Okay. So I went into the Blockbuster. I said, I'd like an application. I'd like to apply to work here. And this guy was like pretty old. At the time, I thought he was old, but he was probably what, 30? (laughs) (laughs) He's probably our age now. Yeah. And he refused to give me an application. Why? He just said, no, this isn't the place for you. And I was like, wow, he must be intimidated that I can out rewind him. (laughs) He's worried I'm going to come for his job. That is so bizarre. No, he probably saw me and was like, oh, I would rather have a cool guy to talk about video games with rather than this like 16 year old girl. Oh, I forgot you could get video games there as well. But then I remember distinctly when they started carrying DVDs and we did not have a DVD player for the longest time. And I feel like there was a cost difference to renting a VHS tape over a DVD. I can't even remember that, honestly. I feel like it's true. Well, is it in my head or is this real? We didn't have a clicker to turn the VHS player on and off or pause it. We had to run up there. And press pause. Yes. We didn't have a clicker for that. So if anybody had to go up and pee or they're like, hold on one second, somebody would have to quickly run over to manually pause the movie. Yep. And I don't know if you did this in your household, but this was very common in ours. If there was like a great movie on that we wanted to own but did not want to buy, you could buy blank VHS tapes. You could put it in your VHS and record what was on TV. Yeah. So we would record the movies from TV, put them like back to back to back on a tape, essentially make like a burn CD of movies from television, and then we would label it. And it would be like Land Before Time, E.T., The Wizard of Oz, like back to back to back. Like that is absolutely not a thing. We were going through some of our old family videos, and I think that my sister's christening or something was taped over with the football game. (laughs) Yes, the fact that you could also tape over something. Yes. All things they won't even know. But then when things were live, like those Disney Channel original movies, okay, those are not the same. I'm no. a 30 I'm a 30 year old woman and I admit I still watch the Disney Channel original movies when I see them come out but before it was like a monthly premiere and it was so exciting one Friday out of the month a new original Disney Channel mm-hmm. movie would come out now it's like very limited but at that time there were no pause buttons on the no. TV if you needed to like go up and grab some popcorn or go to the bathroom like you would pray your bladder would Yep. stay intact until it hit commercial and mm-hmm. then you had one minute to go run upstairs go pee and come back before the show came back on and everybody would start yelling yep. at you once they would see the trailer like the prelude of the movie coming back on they would yell for you to hurry up yeah there was no disney channel original movie launch 
as exciting, however, as the sing-along, dance-along for High School Musical. That was iconic. I thought you were going to say Brink. I thought you were going to say Smart House. I mean, those were all great, but the hype was so high for the sing-along, dance-along High School Musical. I think it was unparalleled to any other release. I should put that back on. But when I first watched High School Musical, I was not interested at all. And then all of a sudden, everybody else said they were so excited. And the next day, I watched it 10 times in a row. And then I watched it like every day since. I got so obsessed and I I just got on the hype train. Yeah. True confessions. I went to see High School Musical live in concert. Oh, wow. I think I actually have a shirt, to be honest. That was with that Sealy guy and that Zach Efron, right? Yeah, Zach did not make an appearance, sadly. Corbin Blue was there, however, and oh, baby, loved him. (laughs) Get your head in the game, man. (laughs) I don't remember his name in the show, but. I saw him on Broadway for Into the Heights. He's beautiful. Very good. Where is he now? Who the hell knows? Yeah, no idea. I feel like Zach is still, you know, up and coming. We still see him out and about. He has aged so well. But our dear friend Corbin, I feel like, has kind of fallen by the wayside. He's probably in theater doing some theatrical production. Wasn't he also in some other movie about jump roping or something? Yes. And he was very attractive in that as well. Yes. I don't remember what it was called. Probably jump, maybe. I don't remember. It was great, though. And there were so many good ones to choose They were all from. good, to be honest. The entire list. And now- There's very few that I disliked. Now what's going on? No idea. I guess the younger people don't care for Disney Channel original movies. They stop putting their time in it. what a sin. Like, what do they watch then? I don't understand. And then also, there is something in the article about big screen TVs, what they looked like before versus what they look like now. Before, a big screen TV was a giant block in your room. It basically looked like the biggest armoire that was like has ever existed mm-hmm. now you get a flat screen tv and you can fit an armoire under it you could fit the tv in the armoire there's so many you can options. hang it on the wall yeah the fact that you can hang your television on your wall is mind-blowing to me yeah the fact that you don't need bunny ears oh for my your TV. god yes okay we didn't have to deal with that for very long though so we ha- we knew it. We at least yeah. know what it is. It's like the floppy disk. How long yeah. did we have to deal with the floppy disk? Not long, but I still know what it is. I think I had to have one for like third grade computer class. Yeah. Ridiculous. I remember I had a coworker and he was like being very condescending to me. I was like, oh, you just click save. And he's like, that's not save. That's a floppy disk. You've probably never seen it in your life. I was like, actually, yeah, I have. But like, that's also the save button. If I saw a floppy disk on my desk, I wouldn't say, hey, that's the save icon. <laughs> I was like, please, sir, stop patronizing me. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But then um, iPods. I have so many iPods. I think I only had one. I have like a pretty recent iPod too. I had the one that had the circle that you spun around. Yeah. And then uh, like the color. And then I had one that looked like kind of like the modern day iPhone where it was the full touch. Oh, yeah. The bigger one. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I had two, and then one of them was as recent as, like, 2013, and I was like, why do I have this when it's all on your phone now? Yeah, the fact that we used to, like, go on trips, and you used to have to, like, carry your phone 
and your iPod and have like two very similar devices, why they couldn't have just merged those sooner. But then it's like, I don't know which one to tackle first, the old phones or like the old music. Yeah. If you do like the old iPods of yore, number one, none of us were legally getting our music. Let's be honest. No. We were all on LimeWire, which I'm sure they don't even have any idea what that is. Well, explain, Sarah. Explain what it is. I don't even recall. I just know that you could get on there and get any music that you wanted. Yeah, it was like pirated music. Yeah. And then what I distinctly remember, though, was after you would illegally download it, you had to sit there and manually change all the song titles the album titles, and then you had to download the cover art off of Google and manually change all the cover art so that it would pop up on your iPod with the actual cover art of the album. How much work? That is ridiculous. I didn't do that cover art stuff. I would just put it on a DVD. I mean, would put it on a CD. That's the only time I like really burned anything. I would burn it on a CD and then we would write it handwrite it on the cd okay track one is hit me baby one more time i mean we would burn cds too but to get them on your ipod if you did not want to pay for itunes or when you used to get itunes gift cards in your stocking they would buy you like five songs like how could you possibly decide what five songs you wanted to listen to for all of time i know i actually i still i had so many itunes gift cards that i like never used exactly why you're saying like how am i supposed to choose a song so then i'm still holding on to them and so i would go on bumble (laughs) and i used my itunes gift card to have like a free month of unlimited stuff or whatever shut up yeah and it's like you could see your matches ahead of time before you swipe for them that kind of stuff you could see who swiped for you before you swipe for them i was like sure i'll use my itunes gift card that i've been holding on to for the last 15 years on this that's absurd but then do you remember towards the end well itunes i think is still a thing but towards the the end of the ipod situation then you could start buying movies with your iTunes gift cards and you would on the iPods with the the wheel that turned, you would sit there and watch the movie on that tiny ass screen. How did you even see what was happening? <laughs> like, why was it worth it to watch a movie on your iPod? Yeah, that I think that was just you. I didn't do that. Oh, come on. For like road trips and stuff, everyone had like one movie. I'm pretty sure I was like the Lion King. You had a bigger screen though than I did. I had the really like iPod mini. Oh, I thought you said you had one that looked like the, like a phone. That was after. Oh, when I had the little screen, I had one movie on there. Jeez. Like you couldn't see. I think you were just listening to the words. (laughs) (laughs) If we just thought we were cool or what. But times have changed. Yeah. Technology changed for the better. Like I was such a loser about instant messenger. Oh my God. Don't even get me started. Like my screen names that I would choose. I had so many, like every week I wanted a new one. Like one of them was right up your alley because my name's Allison. And And I would always message people. Hey guys, my screen name's right up your alley, but I'm not saying that you're into me. I'm just saying it's like a play on words because my name's Allison. And some people say alley for short. Oh my God. And then there was one where it's like, I'm obsessed with Girl Scout cookies and Thin Mints to the point where the Girl Scout troop said that they accidentally ordered three giant extra cases. Three extra cases. So there's like, what, 
50 boxes within each case. And so they told my mom, oh, we accidentally bought three extra ones, but we know how much Allison loves it. Will you guys want it? And guess who ate through all three cases in three months? Allison. Me. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to make my screen name Girl Scouts Love Me because they reached (laughs) out to me specifically. And so I'm like literally had it all like planned out. Girl Scouts Love Me would be my screen name. And then, thank God, somebody told me that it kind of sounds inappropriate and maybe that's not the best idea. And I was like, okay. Thank you. I appreciate the fact that you brought me down a level. Yeah, I only had one screen name and it was like themed after my travel soccer team at the time. So I thought I was pretty cool by doing that. But my sister's screen name was I love puppies 24 seven and she gets flack about that to this day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, and it was like love L-U-V. Yeah, that was how my Girl Scouts love me was. Oh, L-U-V. Boy. Great. <laughs> so I think hers was a little better than mine. I think it was, but they were all weird. Yeah. But what was, oh, I don't know. There's so many things to talk about with AIM and AOL. But number one, the fact that it had to dial up and that when you dialed up to AOL and AIM, you could no longer use the phone yeah. in your house. I'm like, dad, can you get out the phone so I can message my friends? When your parents would pick up the phone and catch that there's no dial tone and be screaming upstairs to get off AIM or AOL or whatever, the fact that you could not use both devices at once is yeah. absolutely ludicrous. I still cringe to this day about things that I did while on AIM. Oh. And like, I'm like, forget <laughs> I'm Spit so it out, sleep man. deprived, man. What was it? Was it about away messages? Because mm, everyone used yes! to- Yes. Po- yes, great. How you used to post like Fallout Boy and like Good Charlotte emo lyrics. When oh, you were, like, emo. Since you've be- you been gone was like my oh, top. Oh my God. And then you would put it in white ink so that you had to highlight it to read it. Or you would put all the initials of like your best friends in white ink so like yes. nobody could see it. Like what? what is wrong with us? I'm like ridiculous boys that I had absolutely no relation to or like (laughs) didn't even really ever talk to I would see oh he signed on but didn't say hello to me okay I'm gonna put on a message since you've been gone meanwhile I never talked to this boy he (laughs) he like doesn't even know I exist like calm down Allison but also with the away messages I had this one friend (laughs) I got so mad at her all the time. I would get so frustrated because she would put on an away message that would say BRB and I would be sitting there because on AIM, who nobody's really talking that much, right? And so I'm just sitting there eager for anybody to talk to me on this computer and I would be so frustrated. I'm like, five minutes go by, 10 minutes go by, 30 minutes go by. And I was like, if you're gonna say be right back, then like actually be right back. I'm like, be right back means you're gonna come back in two minutes. It doesn't mean 30 minutes later. I have now been waiting for you for so long. Say be back later, not be right back. So obviously Allison's very keen on everyone being punctual and she does not like to wait. Yeah. And then for the same girl, I wanted to go on AIM. So I called up her house phone because you had to call your house phones. Oh, the worst. I and hated you had to, doing like, that. Talk to the parents and ask to talk to your friend. And it was like, I didn't realize what time it was. It was like 11 at night. And I call her house phone. Her parents are in bed and they're like, is something wrong? And I'm like, 
No, I was just going to see if um she could go on AIM. <laughs> They're like, please call back in the morning. At an appropriate time. But yeah. then there's that tweet or whatever that's like, Gen Z will never know why we use the phrase hang up the phone. Because no. we had to physically like hang it up on the wall. Now you don't hang it up. That was wild to me. But another thing with AIM and the away messages and all that stuff and the buddy profiles where you could also list your besties or list fun things you did. And I did not understand digital slang at all. It took me a long time to figure out what LOL, LMAO for laugh my ass off and what JK meant. Anytime somebody wrote JK at the end of a sentence, I thought that they were accidentally hitting their keyboard at the end and everybody was making the same typo over and over again. That's like how dense I was for laugh my ass off. And they'd be like, OMG, had a crazy night at the park, LMAO. I thought they were saying, OMG, had a crazy night at the park, Lamau and everybody <laughs> after every sentence they were all saying like they were all talking about Lamau. I'm like, oh my gosh, Lamau is so popular. Everybody keeps talking about her. Everybody's bringing Lamau. I was a person. Yeah, oh, I thought it was like my god. Honestly, I thought it was a foreign exchange student, and I was like, wow, she's so cool. Everybody's hanging out with her, and she's part of everybody's inside joke. That's and absurd. I was just like. Oh my gosh. I was like, I was getting so jealous of Lamau. And then one day my friend was messaging me on AIM and they said LMAO at the end. And I was like, oh my gosh, not you too. I was like, how do you know Lamau? <laughs> and they were like, they were like, LMAO means laugh my ass off. I was like, oh, okay. So I was jealous of somebody who does not even exist. That's hysterical. It took way too I don't long. think I've ever heard anyone else experience that issue before. No one. I, yeah. It was not great. Mm. It was not, I, I was it's not so good kind with of the you to admit slang. that to the world. <laughs> yeah. I was not good with the digital slang at all. Yeah. I don't know who made that up in the first place, but. Like on TikTok, everybody kept saying simp, and I had to Google what simp meant. <laughs> Maybe that's why the Gen Zers think we're too old to be on TikTok. Yeah, and like that really solidified it for me. I was like, this is not where I belong. <laughs> this is not my home. No. Well, do you remember when you could not have internet on your phone? There was no internet on phones. Oh, no, yeah. Like it was literally just a device to text and call. Yeah. And the phone plans were so ridiculous. You were like had limits on how many texts you could send and receive a month. And they were character limits for the texts. And then we were all using T9 Word. How any of us ever texted under a desk or discreetly in any way using T9 Word is beyond me. The kids these days don't know how easy they have it with an entire clipboard. Not ha- I mean, or clipboard, <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> Not having to sit there and click one key four times just to get one letter. Yeah. And the fact, again, we had character limits. So you had T9 word plus character limits. I think it just proves that we are definitely the smarter generation that we were able to communicate with each other with such limited means. Seriously. I never actually texted during class or had my phone during class, but I was my school rapper. So I used to rap. You were what? I was my school rapper. I did it. I'm sorry. I did it (laughs) one time. I did it one time and it was like funny. I did it for like freshman orientation and I was asked to rap for them. And then all of a sudden the dean 
thought, oh, everybody really enjoyed that. So I'm going to have Allison go and rap for every school function. So stop it right now. (laughs) So the dean thought that the dean thought that too many people were texting. So she called me to her office and was like, Allison, you need to write a rap about how people should not be texting anymore. You're lying to me. No. So, I mean, I don't know how I still had friends, but I had to go to multiple assemblies and I would get up on stage and like I would hear people cheering because they were all excited. They're like, I love this when she does this. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, click, click, click. Do you remember the rap? I'm trying to think of it. It was like, if you do it right now, I will absolutely die. I'm trying to think of it. (laughs) It was like, oh, (laughs) here's the line. Here's the line. It was click, click, click. I can't take it any longer. Didn't you know distance makes the heart grow fonder? And then it was like, basically stop texting your boyfriend during class. And it was so, it was so bad. Cause like the girls were so excited and they were cheering. And all of a sudden I'm just like, they're numb. Basically at like a poetry slam at this point. It it was, I was not my own hype girl. I was not (laughs) hyping it up like my other raps. Yeah, yeah, I think I only started texting in class when I got a boyfriend, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think I texted any of my friends. Yeah, I feel like that's probably the common thing. And I went to an all-girls school, so mm. I feel like everybody was trying to text the boys, which is why the dean said it was a problem and I needed to fix it through rapping. Rapping solves everything. <laughs> but I also didn't get my first cell phone until... I was 16 because the rule was that I could not get one until I had my license because it was like a safety thing. Yeah. And I used to tell a story because this was like right before I got my first cell phone. My parents left me at soccer practice, did not come for me. Dad thought mom was coming to get me. Mom thought dad was coming to get me. No one came to get me. So little Sarah is just sitting there in the field all by herself. Everybody leaves. I have no phone to contact anyone. This is before the time where kids had cell phones. And I'm like, I'm just going to have to sit here. And eventually someone will realize that I am not at home and someone will come get me. And they both got home, mom and dad, and realized that they both had forgotten to pick me up and someone came to get me. That will never happen to a child now. Never. And like, I was totally fine. I knew that someone was going to come get me. I sat there patiently and waited (laughs) in the goal, sat in the goal all by myself. Oh my god! And someone came for me. But now there's like third graders with a phone. Yeah. Younger probably. Oh yeah, definitely. I think there's phones though. I think there's phones though where it's like, it only dials 911 for like the little kids. I mean, I guess that is like, Maybe that's not true, but I think that's true. But then it's also just like, that is so sad. Yeah. We're at a point where we feel that little kids that age need to have access to 911 at their fingertips. Yeah. Well, also the little kids are using their phones to take selfies of their parents and they're pretty good at it. Well, apparently we're not allowed to use the word selfie anymore. Per Gen Z, I don't know what the hell they would like us to call it. Probably just a picture because it's just the norm now. Take Ugh, a photo. No. Well, selfies, that's going to be part of my vocabulary until the end of time. Yeah, it totally is. I do get what the Gen Z critiques about the selfies are, that we take bad selfies. The All I can think about is people like our parents' age that are on Facebook with the horrendous profile pictures with the selfies that are like way too close or from oh, horrible so angles. close. <laughs> 
those are like the bad selfies that I think of. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you kind of are warranted in your concern that some people of our generation literally do not know how to take a selfie. It's either like all nose or all forehead. Yes. And in our previous episode, we talked about other ways to take a poor selfie. So I do kind of see their point. But I don't know what else they'd like us to call it. I think the word selfie is stuck. And I think that's what we're going to have to go with. For sure. But when you were mentioning how you were left behind on the soccer field, it reminded me of when I was playing soccer and I asked my friend to write out directions for me to get back. I'm terrible with directions. I'm directionally challenged. So she wrote me all these step-by-step directions on how to get back. And so she mentioned like make a write it school and so I thought school street because there's a school street nearby no it was like the actual school building things like that after practice I tried driving I'm going off of her instructions I get lost for a long time Mm -hmm. I don't know where I am I'm calling my parents I'm like I'm so lost they're like where are you I'm like I don't know they're like look for street signs I somehow end up in a cemetery at like 10 o'clock at night and I'm like I'm giving up I'm just gonna stay here and die they're like no (laughs) you need to find the street signs I'm like I am now in a cemetery and I can't find my way out because it's now after hours so they locked all of the exiting gates so I'm like I'm driving through this giant giant I'm driving through this giant cemetery and I'm like okay I'm just gonna go through the back entrance that's closed side entrance that's closed and then there's just one guy who's just roaming around in the pitch black and I'm like no this is where I'm going to die goodbye family (laughs) and so then after that my parents bought me a GPS so we didn't have GPS on our phones yes they bought me the GPS so that it never would happen again because it was such an ordeal yeah well in my high school I went to a Catholic high school and we did not have buses for sporting events. So the juniors and the seniors that had their license had to drive all the underclassmen to all the games. And there were games that we had that were like an hour away. And the moms would print out the MapQuest directions, print them out on a piece of paper. We had no GPS. We would try to follow each other, but without fail, someone would get lost And I will never forget, we were on our way to a game that was like an hour away and I was driving and we made one wrong turn and we're just like watching the clock, like time march on. And we're like, we are not going to make it to the game. Half the starting lineup is in this car. We don't know how to get back. We had two people with phones in the car that were trying to call parents and they were trying to help us, but we were in the middle of nowhere with like no street signs. We had taken so many wrong turns. We're so lost. And I'm like, today, that would be such a liability. (laughs) (laughs) that we're stranded in the middle of nowhere but it happened quite often I mean thank god technology has improved it's really helped my life in so many ways yeah 100 percent. but we used to have the we used to have a school bus and the nuns used to drive it (laughs) and they'd get so excited too oh my god but also this is just like totally unrelated to all of this conversation (laughs) but still it's something that I used to have in the 90s or no, in the 2000s, like early 2000s, robot dogs. Do oh. they do that anymore? I feel like I don't see robot dogs anymore. I think they do, but they're much more high tech. 
I think our robot dogs were in the same vein as Furby's. Yeah, really close to it. Like mine was chrome. It looked like a robot and it would just walk around. Now I feel like they're stuffed animals. Like now you can see their body going up and down when they take breaths and they can like move their necks and they make noise. And I'm like, wait, so we're not, okay, we're not doing the robot thing anymore. We are just actually making AI animals. That looks so real. Yeah, all the toys are much more high tech. I think I would have had a much, much more enjoyable (laughs) childhood with all of these high tech toys. Yeah. We had like plastic ponies that we had to move ourselves. (laughs) Like I I had a Furby. I asked for a Furby. That thing annoyed me so much after 24 hours. I hid that thing in the closet. I'm pretty sure when my parents moved out of the house, they found that Furby (laughs) hidden in that same closet. I never did the Furby. It looked a little too creepy for me. Yeah, it was creepy. I regret it immensely. (laughs) I regret very much asking for that for Christmas. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Also, when you're writing down the date on like a paper or something, do you find yourself still writing 2000? And then I catch myself and I'm like, okay, 2010. And then I catch myself, I'm like, 2012. And then I all of a sudden I'm like, wait, it's 2021, Allison. Oh, my concept of time is so beyond what I can comprehend. I read a sentence the other day that was like in the late 1900s. And I'm like, oh my God, that was so long ago. Yeah. No, no, I, I was born in the late 1900s. And then people are like, oh, 40 years ago. And you're like, oh my God, 1960. Like 2000 is like the gold standard of how I determine time. Yeah. 40 years I, ago, it's not 1960. What is wrong with you? Yeah. 20 years ago, I'm like, oh, 1980, like the 80s. Wish I could have grown up in the 80s. No, the 80s were not. That's exactly how I think of it. Like 2000 is the benchmark. Yes. That's where we're at. That's where we're always going to be. We're stuck there. If you were born after 2000, I'm sorry, but you don't exist in my book. No, but then it also doesn't make sense because I vividly remember the millennial and the panic that ensued. The Y2K? Yes. When people were literally creating bunkers in their home and everyone thought that the computers were just going to go, the world was going to go dark and black and the world was going to end. Yeah. <laughs> like how naive. That I remember Year's that. Eve? And that felt so long ago, but yet I compare everything in time to that oh, day. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. The New Year's Eve ringing in 2000, I went to bed at mm, like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. They're like, you don't want to stay up for the countdown? I'm like, I don't need to be there for my death. Let me die. (laughs) Let me die in my sleep. Let it be peaceful. Yeah. But then with checking IDs now to beat 21, bartenders now just have to check that your birthday, the year, starts with a one. Yeah. Every year of birth that starts with a one is 21. They don't even have to look at the real year. That is blasphemy. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You know what? Particularly in quarantine, I was thinking about this as well. Don't you wish that we still had some of the great old time computer games? Like I could really hit some Oregon Trail right now. I feel like it really would have entertained me throughout quarantine. Like it was the greatest game of all time. And the fact that it has gone by the wayside might be the tragedy of this generation. Okay. 
I've never admitted this because like oh, everybody I love is, the true confessions of Allison. Everybody is always like Oregon Trail, and it was such a highlight as a kid. And I'm always like, oh yeah, cool. I know exactly what you're, you're talking about. You're gonna tell me you about. didn't like it. I'm not sure what it is. Is that <laughs> the one? Shut up. I've never. I always just go with the flow, so that people are like, oh my gosh, like we're totally bonding over Oregon Trail. And I'm like, yeah, totally. I know exactly what we're talking about. So I've never really asked. Okay, is Oregon Trail what you used to play in social studies? We did not play computer games in social studies. We had computer class where we played computer games. But Oregon Trail is when you get in your buggy and you're trying to make it to the end of the Oregon Trail and you have to like forge the river and you have to go duck hunting for food and you can die of dysentery and you're like trying to make it through the Oregon Trail with your entire party. And you played it on your own at home for fun? Yes, often okay I did not do that (laughs) you know I think I'm in the majority here that it was no you totally are everybody talks about it and they're like oh my gosh we all love it I'm just like oh yeah totally I'm there with you you. I can't find it anywhere it's not even an option for you anymore you know the game that I used to play was that math busters of course you did third string mathlete over there I love playing Math Busters, like with that green little blob monster guy. Yes. And it's like you got to do your your multiplications really fast. You're a freak. That's not fun. That was my favorite game. Or Toy Story games, like Buzz Lightyear stuff, all that. No. Or there was the Disney Channel, the DisneyChannel.com backslash games something like that yes they had so many options like kim possible where you can make your own burritos yes that was cool second to oregon trail though and again i'm right was roller coaster tycoon i didn't play that either come on i was too busy with math busters oh my god how are we friends i did see something though where People remade that recently. I have heard so that can, it has made a comeback. So you yeah, can play so it you again. can go and play it. I also never played Sims. That was going to be my number three. It was like Oregon Trail one, Roller Coaster Tycoon number two, Sims number three. Yeah, mine was like Barbie games online or Mathbusters or no. Toy Story. I stand by that those were the three greatest. Well, that's the popular opinion too. And I feel like Sims, everybody's still talking about Sims. Well, I feel like you can play it on your phone again. So it's made a comeback. And yeah, I see people talking about it on TikTok all the time. They're like, did you know that you can see from the view of the actual Sim character? Not like a outside view you can see from their perspective like people were really excited about that well i remember i couldn't get sims until i was older because you can make them have sex with each other that was very very taboo in my household oh you know what i liked which was like my most risque game (laughs) was too (laughs) yes (laughs) no it was crazy taxi driver or crazy driver crazy crazy taxi taxi Crazy Taxi, As a yeah. computer game? I had it on PlayStation. Oh, no, no, no. Pl- Xbox, yeah. Yeah. That was a great or game. Or Cube. It was the Cube. Oh, my God. The Cube. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You'd bring the Cube everywhere. Yes. The good old time games were Crazy Taxi for sure. Any driving game was fun. I did I- enjoy a good Tony Hawk game now and then with the skateboarding tricks. Oh, no. See, I I didn't like being in their perspective. It was like Halo. I had a friend who would play Halo all the time. And I'm like, I can't play. I'm getting nauseous. I'm getting, like, really seasick. (laughs) (laughs) 
So that was really cool. Yeah, obviously. We had the original Nintendo, like the old gray box that only had the two like red buttons, like the A and the B. Yeah. And the four directional arrows. And we only had the original Mario, Duck Hunter, and Jaws where I think like the only games we had for it. I used to play Crash Bandicoot on the regular. I still play it now. Yeah, I did not have that. That was Well, then favorite. Rock Band and all of the music and DDX, DDX, the dance DDR, dance, dance dance revolution. DR, there we go. I killed that. Then that entered the game. That really is what upped the sleepover game. And if that was like a great workout. Oh, yeah, for sure. You put the mat down. And then you'd be going a little too hard on the mat. And then you'd have to, like, do the two at the same time. So you're basically jumping. And then all of a sudden you get your mom or your dad coming by. They're like, oh, you're kicking up so much dust. You're causing so much (laughs) dust. I'm like, come on. I'm being really cool. I got to get this combo. Back off. And I think Rock Band is really how I learned all these old-timey songs. Like, I feel like it really expanded your musical yeah. knowledge back at a time where it was like oh i only want to listen to nsync and backstreet boys and britney spears NSYNC. which free britney <laughs> wait nsync yeah nsync nsync no it's in sync no it's an n the letter n and then sync no it's in sync and it's like a pun because they're all in sync with one another that's fine but that's not how it's spelled and that's what i've said it my whole life it's spelled in sync people say in sync like that's that's the name sarah it's in sync whatever i'm going with it (laughs) let me date myself (laughs) but now i feel like i know more songs and I'm like, oh, that was on Rock Band. Oh, I used to play that in Rock Band. Yeah. The stupid Weezer song was on there. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that, I tried playing Weezer. That was, like, one of the songs I tried learning on guitar. That and, like, Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. I was just, like, strumming away. I found someone that didn't has never heard Ocean Avenue by Yellow oh. Card. And There's I was probably shook. many people, many people, Sarah. They don't even know who In Sync is anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, In Sync. They don't All know right. who that's it. That <laughs> well, you know, when May rolls around, everyone seems to know who they are and wants yes. to make a meme about it. So I get yeah, that ramen good. hair Ugh. makes another debut. Love him. There was also Game Boy. And then you had the original Game Boy, and then you mm. had Color Game Boy. And yes. it's like, oh my gosh, the game's in color. And then when you could get the matching Color Game Boy to the colored Pokemon game that you had. I never played Pokemon. For the love of God. <laughs> get out of here. Did you have a childhood? What did you do? I played Freeze Tag in the backyard. I mean, so did I. I played Crash Bandicoot. Do you think people play freeze tag anymore are they just like too into technology do they play outdoor games i don't even think you're allowed to play freeze tag because i don't think you can like touch people i think it's like a hands to yourself situation now wait even before covid i think so wow and dodgeball dodgeball is out anything that can be considered bullying is gone I crushed dodgeball. Everybody wanted me on their team. I was better than all the boys. I was like a hustler. God, we used to have Dr. Dodgeball where they would put the big gymnastics mat on the rollers. And if you got tagged and you had to lay on the mat and they would roll you into the hospital and they had to cure you before you could come back. 
Okay. Game I don't remember that that part. I just I thought that somebody just had to tag you. The doctor had to tag you. We didn't do the whole theatrics and put them on a mat, a oh, mat and roll the them theatrics. out. theatrics. It was they the just, best game. They just laid there on the floor, no mat, and somebody had to tap you and you were saved and you could be revived again. It was the best. I forgot about that one. Or capture, capture the chicken or capture the flag. Yeah. Jim was great. Yeah. I crushed it. I was so good at Jim. Yeah. There's no more good old time games. But then what was the version of tag where you had to like say a television show, TV tag or something? Oh, yeah. I think so. There were a million types of tag. Back in the day. Those were some good good times. Good yeah, times. Yeah. We had a better imagination. Oh, yeah. Oh, and all of a sudden, the floor is lava, becomes really cool, and it's all over Netflix again. Uh, it was on The Bachelor. Tasha yeah. freaking played The Floor is Lava. I was I'm like, sorry, what are we doing? That was part of their date. They were sitting in her room, and she's like, wait, can you go get me some popcorn? And goes to stand up. And she's like, you can't go on the floor. The floor is lava. That's and, a little cringeworthy, if we're being honest. Oh, 100%. I'm like, wait, this is what it's resorted to? This is These are the dates we're coming up with and COVID? Her season was a little desperate with the dates. Yeah. I feel like this new season is a little bit better. They're a little yeah. bit more back to normal. And it's like, we're still in the same circumstances, but they made it more entertaining. Could you imagine, though, being in quarantine, in covid in the 90s what would we have done without all of these things that we've just listed you would not be able to stay connected with your friends at all i mean i have thought about it i think i would have lost my mind yeah it's it's too tough to think about it really is wild like thank god it happened now (laughs) yeah i mean i would have appreciated it like happening when i was a newborn or something and i was completely oblivious that would have been nice yeah not when like, I was like truly hitting my stride and thriving. I was having the time of my life before quarantine. Yeah. But like virtual school, that wouldn't have been a thing. No one had no. computers at home. Yeah. We had a freaking computer room. We had one computer. It was massive. It was attached to the wall. Only one person could use it as a t- at a time. Now the concept of a computer room doesn't even exist because you can take your phone or your laptop that's now portable anywhere in the house that you want that's so true i don't know how they would have done it i guess they everybody would, would just I don't be think like we for yourself i mean i i think we would have just the world would have stopped <laughs> yeah stopped or kept on going and then it's like whatever happens but how happens. would you have done work like how would you have gotten assignments there was no online portal there was a phone tree when something happened where it was like your mom had to call the next mom and the next mom had to call the next mom yeah <laughs> There was no email. There was there would have been no way to do assignments. Yeah, that's so weird to think about. Like, I really don't know what we would have done. Well, like we would all have to sit around and stare at the TV and watch like real news all day. Or maybe they would have been producing the more and more Disney Channel original movies, <laughs> pumping out that content for the kids who were stuck at home. I mean, maybe. But I'm grateful that we have these modern day luxuries. <laughs> I know. Now we're doing podcasts virtually from different states even. Yeah, truly wild. And we connected with 150,000 new people I love overnight. It. When COVID's over, though, we're definitely going to have to do some in the oh, same room. Yeah, 100%. I need to go to Nashville. It'll help the vibe for sure. Yeah. I felt like there was something else. I mean, I think we covered really a lot. Pretty much Gen Z hates everything that we do. And I like everything that we do, so... I'm going to carry on. Yeah. And if they'd like to be miserable, they can be miserable. That's, that's really my thing. takeaway. 
that's the thing. I keep seeing so many like millennials making TikToks about how they're so upset that they're learning that they're no longer cool. And I'm like, why are you making all these videos and letting the Gen Z know that you like care about how they think about you so much? I was like, we are giving them too much power. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. They don't need it. I'm just like, okay, they don't think it's cool. That's fine. Maybe I'll play around and try the middle part and try to figure out how I don't look like one of the Hanson brothers at the same time. (laughs) Maybe I'll try that out, but... I don't foresee myself. Okay. I hope you all enjoyed listening to us talk about our childhood and all the unique experiences that we had growing up in the 90s and early 2000s and how it's different from the Gen Z. But we're okay with that. We're comfortable with that. I mean, we are and we aren't. Like I said, I feel personally victimized and attacked by the articles that we saw that hence sparked the concept of this podcast. But, you know, after much discussion, I just think we're just going to have to agree to disagree. I think we're right and I'm going to carry on in the same way and they can carry on however they want and that's going to be that. (laughs) I guess it's just like our rite of passage into adulthood is having younger adults think that we're not cool. I guess. I guess I'll just think that I'm cool for all of time and that's just how it's going to be. This is our first podcast we made after the TikTok got some engagement and a lot of you were very nice and very kind and I'm sure some of the trends we talked about weren't for you but I'm sure you can also relate to a lot of the childhood comments such as Oregon Trail since everybody seems to know about that (laughs) except for me. Also you guys have been giving reviews which has been so kind you guys have been commenting on the tiktok letting other people know which has been so kind i know there's this guy malcolm and he was the first person who wrote on tiktok that he had listened and it was great and it got me so excited and then it just kept happening with more and more people so you guys have been awesome and we appreciate you so much if you have any dating stories or any topics you want to suggest us going over you can reach us at for the love of chad dot podcast at g gmail.com also you should follow us on instagram at for the love of chad underscore podcast stay up to date with us there that's where you can be in touch with us we're just happy to have you all on this journey with us yeah we never would have imagined that so many people have given us such positive feedback and be engaged with us and be listening to us but like Allison said, we so much appreciate all of you, and um, we hope to continue to be entertaining to all of you moving forward. But a new episode will be dropping every Wednesday at 2 a.m., a little uh, little hump day action to get you through the week. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to us so that you get the updates and that you're first to download and uh, let us know yeah, if you have any feedback. Yeah, we're officially on every platform, even Google Podcasts. So we're excited about that. <laughs> all the options and from the gals you didn't know you needed thanks for hanging out with us